0: Hello, and welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess and Jenny, where we give our takes on all things TV. You're back to another, as I'm sure you're aware, Veronica Mars rewatch slash watch for the first time podcast episode. We are so close to the end. I've been saying this since we hit the middle episodes, but like truly, we only have four more episodes left. Two of them we're going to talk about today, 19 and 20. Jess, you look excited. (laughs) I'm ecstatic. Things are moving. We're getting, getting to this final conclusion. But we guess we can just jump right in to season one, episode 20. Nope. Season one, episode 19. Yes. <laughs> uh, called Hot Dogs, which is a weird name for an episode. Uh, the air date for this originally was April 19th, 2005. It was directed by Nick Mark and written by Dana Lynn North. Quick summary. Uh, Veronica stumbles onto a mystery that affects pets all over Neptune after awkward cl- classmate Mandy asks for her help. Also, tensions mount in the Eccles family, uh, and later Weevil is arrested for breaking into the Kane residence. Dun-dun-dun. I actually have chronological notes, sort of, from the episode wow. this time. Yeah. So Impressed. we can start with either going in order or we could start with the, you know, case of the week. Up to you if you have anything to say about the first scene of Weevil and Veronica studying together. My notes are
1: also in chronological order as usual. But as also usual, I don't have notes for like everything. And I also never give myself context in my notes. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't know what scene goes with what note. I don't think I have anything about Weevil in what Veronica's home they're studying together. Yeah, but she's tutoring in a do have thoughts about what has to be very early in the episode, which is learning that Duncan has left town. So can we discuss?
0: Yes. Weevil actually tells Veronica that while they are studying. He said, I was
1: confused yeah. because at first I was like, am I supposed to know this? Is this new? Because it felt weird
0: that it would be from Weevil. How does mm-hmm. he know? I think he's got connections. And people just tell him stuff. Also, we learn in the next episode, or is it this episode- um, that weevil knows that Duncan bought a car, like an old car, oh, yeah before so we learn that in the next
1: episode. Okay. So hopefully everybody has watched both. And also that's <laughs> like too much of a spoiler. Yeah. Not really, except that when he said that, at first I was like, like he left town. Like I didn't realize at first that he had disappeared. That feels very dramatic for an 18-year-old or 17-year-old. And like very have-
0: like guilty seeming. Like, <laughs> why would you leave? Oh, true.
1: Oh, wow. That didn't even cross my mind. I just thought like, that's so funny because I literally was like, wait, he was so mad that Veronica confronted him, that he left. Like that doesn't make sense. Sometimes just, like, so I feel scared. like well, sometimes I'm worried about myself in terms of putting <laughs> two and two together. I just, I guess it's because I really don't think he did it. So yeah, uh, that fair. just like didn't even occur to me.
0: It's just like, all, even if you don't think he did it every single show, book, whatever, they're like, don't leave town like don't do suspicious things if you're not suspicious I don't know yeah I mean yes but also
1: he's 17 so what does he know maybe he that hasn't he's Apparently not more than we
0: thought because Keith Mars thinks that he can snatch him up in no time and Veronica's like ooh, actually I gave him some pointers on how to disappear by accident <laughs>
1: Oh, that's also the next episode. Okay, we've oh, jumped sorry. too much. We can come back to episode 19. I guess let's just get the case of the week out of the way because- The dogs. What the heck? What was
0: this? What do you, do you mean what the heck in terms of like, this was too, I don't know. I was about to say too cutesy, but like, honestly, Mandy gets a little feral in the end. Um, Like messed up. Well, it's up. like upsetting for sure. Yes. But
1: uh, no, I guess it's that like there wasn't really a twist, except the dog was alive. Like that was the twist. She figures Mm -hmm. out what's going on, like pretty early on. And then that's actually what went on. And as a newfound observer detective, where I try to guess the twist at the end, as of like one episode ago when I decided I was going to start to do that, I was very upset that there was no twist.
0: i see i kind of thought that this was a balance it was like a more straightforward case of the week because there's so much that is now coming up about i say so much but like at the end of this episode there's more that veronica finds out about her night at shelly pomeroy's party there's stuff about Duncan. like it just seems like there are twists and things being um stones being uncovered all over the place that the case of the week being more straightforward i felt like about like felt like a balance that's all episode 20 though no, the she party and the, everything else is episode twenty. No, she finds out at the end of this episode that Logan. I mean, we're, we're jumping on ahead, but she finds out that um that Logan was the one who gave GHB. That it wasn't a roofie; it was GHB, and that Logan gave it. That's in episode twenty. Oh wait, what am I thinking?
1: We're on episode nineteen. <laughs> wow that all happens at the very end of episode 20 I know because I literally finished it five minutes ago so (laughs) oh wow look at just your episode 19 notes and again I really hope people have watched both because that actually was a spoiler well we're doing them both in the same episode episode 19 I know that's why I'm assuming people have watched Mm -hmm. both but besides the case of the week like Okay. We learned some things about Weevil and Lily and Weevil being caught. And like, I think that's the important stuff. And I would like to talk about that. But in terms of the case of the week, this was just sort of like lame. And I didn't like that there wasn't a twist, but I did like that the dog was alive because I
0: was feeling sad. Yeah. Can you imagine if high school students were like, this dog isn't worth anything to us. Let's tragic yeah that would be and like really messed up but again just like kind of
1: a dull case of the week I did feel like her interactions with Mandy gave us some more insight into Veronica though and I like she's not I I think I've been surprised a couple of times in the show when we see Veronica being a bad person oh oh my gosh there is another thing in this episode that I want to talk about Mm -hmm. Veronica is a bad person and I think (laughs) we've seen it a little bit sorry people aren't good or bad the whole point is that People contain multitudes Mm -hmm. and that includes Veronica. And I like that they're not putting her on a pedestal, but I'm also very mad at her. And not just because she gets mad at Mandy, which that was rude. Like Mandy, oh yeah, Mandy's being bullied and Veronica has been bullied. And Veronica's approach has been like, you know, she's got a tough
0: shell. She'll stand up for herself, but that's not everyone's approach. And it was really mean. But can you, I mean, yes. But again, high schooler also being so frustrated that you've like, I don't think Veronica wants to be a hard shell. I think she's like resentful that she's had to sort of like, I don't know, toughen up and, and create this hard exterior to make sure that nothing ever touches her. And so when she sees someone else who is not being like, who's not used to that and doesn't stand up for themselves, she like, I can't understand why you'd be frustrated. It's definitely a like very kid like thing to do, but yeah, I've been, I can understand it, but I also, yeah, it's not, it's not very nice. She definitely should apologize. I can't remember if she does in this episode. No, I don't think so. And she
1: definitely doesn't do it in the next episode either. So I think she's just, I don't even know if she knows she's done something wrong. I get the sense that she doesn't. She, this is just who she is now. I don't know if she was always like this, probably not. But like you said, she's been hurt and this is her way of coping. And you yeah, know, she's just sort of like more of a classic i guess in that scene like she's just lashing out she's buried her pain under meanness which is yeah kind of an immature 16 17 year old thing to do
0: Mm -hmm. yeah um can we a little bit about how mandy straight up tases the dude at the end, like over and over oh, and over again. that was <laughs> wild.
1: Yeah, I was, I wrote that down. I just put like said, seven oh, questions.
0: <laughs> it was so aggressive. And like, like, holy. Could that kill someone? I feel like it could. She does it so many times. She does it so many times. I get, like, she thinks that he killed her dog. I get it. That's like really messed up. But in the neck? Holy moly, Mandy. I feel like that could have very much hurt that person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was my that was my main note for that subplot. Um oh, I have like a little trivia for that subplot but I can wait till the end where the trivia section goes. Um but another thing that is part of this is um we learn more about the Eccles family in both of these episodes. First we have that scene with the lawyer where they find out that Lynn Eccles didn't leave anything to Harry and Trina was never in the will at all. It all goes to Logan and it's less than you might think because Harry Hamlin's character Aaron Eccles apparently just like kept most of his money under his name. Um so it's $115,000. It's still a lot of money and other assets. I wonder if that means just like a car or whatever. Um
1: it's a lot of money, but that's not a lot of money for that being all of your savings when you're a grown woman.
0: Right. Like definitely um Aaron Eccles sort of was siphoning things up actually I don't I know. think we were
1: yeah the takeaway was supposed yeah. to be like she doesn't have a lot of money to herself because she was always right. like at under the his thumb. mercy of yeah
0: yeah which starts this whole like subplot of who of Aaron Eccles revealing okay so I'm not doing this chronologically but first Logan realizes that Trina, is being abused by her boyfriend who wants Aaron to star in his new film, which is probably bad, um, just so they can get funding. And when she can't get her dad to star in it, he gives her a black eye and Logan walks in on her trying to cover it up. And Logan is really well-versed. We think we assume and have sort of like been hinted at because of his mom and his dad uh, at like a mother covering up, covering up abuse marks. And then that sort of also transfers to Aaron Eccles no noticing that Trina has been beat up because he reveals later that like his parents were in an abusive relationship. And that really sets him off, which is just like a that like really trite phrase hurt people, hurt people. The whole it's like a messed up Aaron and like Aaron was abused by his parents, his dad abused his mom. Seems like he just continued that down one line, abused um both logan like the the abuse of logan we've already seen but it's even more confirmed just in his actions in this episode but he like blames it's such a weird he's i don't want to say he's seen as a hero in this episode i think he's seen as like a wackadoodle but he like protects his daughter it's all very upsetting and has multi-faceted Things to talk about. So I don't know if you had any notes on that. That That's just like a (laughs) setup of the whole situation.
1: Yeah, we definitely learned more. I guess at first I was not positive if he was telling the truth. Like I couldn't figure out if maybe Logan's dad talking to Trina's boyfriend, if maybe Logan's dad was like, it would be really messed up if he were doing that, but like describing what he's done to his own son and like trying to make this dude feel bad but that wouldn't really make sense to do that so i think what we were supposed to get from it is that what has really happened with him and his son logan is that he's perpetuating the cycle of abuse as they call Mm -hmm. it which makes sense i think we've gotten more insight into like that family dynamic and like why logan's dad is the way he is but i don't know something about it felt like a little off to me
0: like i said almost felt like he was like acting i mean he he was to a degree he was sort of like trying to put what's his face the boyfriend i can't remember dylan ill at ease by by yeah putting on this whole show and this monologue of well i used to like recognize my mother and do how she like held herself blah 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 before he starts wailing on dylan yeah oh yeah and then the like um, music playing over it as he starts to beat up dylan that's amore i think like the wind the moon hits, I like a big piece of oh pie. yeah it was pretty Classic, crazy like
1: play instrumental music while action
0: and violence yes. is happening uh someone called that a smart and unsettling ode to pulp fiction vulture when they like were ranked they've they've ranked perfect musical moments in tv shows and this was on it
1: as oh, a was it
0: smart and unsettling ode to Pulp Fiction? I felt unsettled.
1: It honest. was unsettling. I guess oh, my brain kind of shuts off when things are violent. That's just like I mm-hmm. watch it just enough to be like, okay, that's what's happening, and now I don't need to watch the details. But I feel like the music over violence, if it started with Pulp Fiction, which I actually didn't know, has been done so many times. Like, right? But what remember, about this, this one is was more of a copy. When, when did that ranking come out? I'm curious when they said, like, know. was it also then? Because as a commentary now, it's interesting that this would stand out, but sure. maybe there was more to it. Maybe there was more to it that like reflected or called back to Pulp Fiction than I would have realized. Cause I haven't seen that movie in like Norby. 10 years. Yeah. Oh no, I've seen it.
0: Oh you no. Haven't it I, haven't, I haven't seen it. No.
1: Oh, my God. It's a classic. But i saw <laughs> I've like seen 10 years ago. snippets.
0: Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I appreciated one specific note that I had about that is that I feel like a lot of times when people throw or like hit chairs against things in movies or TV shows, the chairs break. And I'm always like, those are really shittily made chairs. If you threw a chair, it likely wouldn't break the way that it does in a lot of things. And he, Aaron threw a chair at the guy and it didn't break. And I was like, huh, I really fully expected that to break. And for me to be like, that doesn't happen, but it didn't. So pleasantly <laughs> surprised. Yeah, I think it shouldn't <laughs> break. <laughs> right. There's always like weird props that they they're like, oh, more splinters, more explosions. This will make it look good. But
1: like when a and punch then... actually sounds like
0: really, Whap. yeah, yeah, like super loud. Although I think they okay. did do that at least. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so that was one section. Logan, Aaron, Dylan, Trina drama. Um. I guess Logan finding out about Trina and her abuse leads him back to Veronica Mars, which we haven't I don't know why I said her full names. Uh, we haven't discussed how in the beginning of the episode it seems like Veronica and Logan are just going to ignore everything that happened and pretend that they didn't kiss. Which it seems like they're like both ready to do. I also
1: expected. Based on what you told me last time. I know, I forgot. I was (laughs) shocked. Did, did you lie
0: it? on purpose? I didn't lie on purpose. I hadn't, I had started watching the episode and I had not finished it and I'd forgotten
1: that this happened. <laughs> I wrote down, okay, they're kissing again with like 25 question marks. And yes. then specifically speaking to you, even though these are my notes, I thought you said this was like not a serious thing. Eight more question marks. Did you what? lie? Seven more question marks. I didn't lie. These are
0: my personal notes, but I really needed to know if you were gonna, <laughs> if you were lying to me. I didn't lie. I did okay part of the whiplash listen we gotta it extends into the next episode so i can't i don't want to into like two episodes from now um because they're not like listen at the end of the episode it seems like they have decided that they want to actually see like kiss each other more often is essentially what they come to which is not serious say i don't know how serious it is in high school moments we were never in this position our best friend was not murdered and we didn't start kissing their ex-boyfriend ever yeah i also Um, were we kissing anyone not to add us both as (laughs) but no
1: yeah that would be making out like a whole
0: barrier to entry her Um, making out
1: with logan like right after literally seconds after speaking about her murdered best friend and his murdered ex-girlfriend and then they start kissing
0: excuse me do you say that yet? Yeah, like, yes. And yet there are all of those things about like, like heightened, heightened feelings and emotions based on trauma is like such a thing. Like, I agree that it's a weird thing to do, but I don't think it, I don't think it doesn't make sense. If that, if that makes sense.
1: I mean, yeah. And it comes up in movies and stuff all the time. Like they talk about like trauma and then people start making out, but I just think I don't know
0: it just feels like completely wrong he also and he I has this whole thing of the together. like oh boy um he also has this thing about saying like Lily loved guys and that makes me feel less like sad about you know or less less conflicted about moving on um I wonder like I think he I mean he was dating Paris Hilton in the very beginning of this but I wonder if he means like he didn't care about Paris Hilton at all and like sort of cares about Veronica Mars because they started as friends. I can't remember Paris Hilton's name, but I, I just had that thought. I was like, he has been really forgot about people. People. that completely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I that's, I remember that. And then leads at least, uh, okay. Yes. Veronica may be kind of bratty and, and not know how to handle her own emotions and also like interactions with Mandy in particular but at least she goes to Leo and breaks it off and is like i'm a mess you don't deserve like you don't deserve Honey, all of the stuff that i'm doing i hated that she no, shouldn't keep horrible. stringing him
1: Everything along no, no 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 i agree with that part oh. i hate that she has now kissed him twice so hey, she was Logan? she not going to tell him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. was she not going to tell leo after the first time like kiss second time two times that, I was like, I I knew Veronica was terrible
0: in some ways, but this was Veronica sucks. Wait, she cheated, cheated on at her twice. You're mad at her for breaking up with him because she
1: cheated on him. No, I'm mad at her for cheating on him. It was sure the right thing to do to break up with him, but that does not excuse the cheating. Also, she did that really annoying thing where she was like. Oh, like I'm just a train wreck, like trying to play it off and like still be QCA, and then be like, "And we're still friends, haha, right?" Like, don't be a dick. He can feel however he wants to feel about you breaking up mm-hmm. with him. Like, let him feel. Leave him alone. I didn't like it.
0: Uh, sure. The way she does it, bad. I think she had to do it. That was that would have been if they just left that alone. You would have, you would have been even more annoyed. Like, no, what are they? Doing she definitely
1: you? needed to break up with him. I didn't yes.
0: like the way she
1: did it. And I didn't like when she did it. She should have done it after the first time they kissed. And she should have been like, I cheated on you. I'm so sorry. Leave. Not, oh, I'm just a train wreck. And then like the fifth thing, fifth thing she says is that she made out with Logan. And it's like not, she's like not repentant to him about it. Um, She's just like, yes. I'm just a mess. And to prove it, I'll tell you that I cheated on you. Ugh,
0: you keep saying cheated. I don't know that they were fully like boyfriend, girlfriend dating. They definitely were dating.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't
0: really know either. But like, I think when she's you're more.
1: Isn't aren't you dating? Like, there's no. Oh, we're just talking. Like, you're. 17. No, that's I think Veronica
0: thing. and Logan are like just making out. Like, I don't think Well, that's know? a thing. But the like, oh, we're
1: just casually dating. But like, he's like been to her house. They've obviously gone on dates. Like, I feel like the concept of casual dating isn't so much a thing when you're that age.
0: Yeah, that I don't know. Again, why, how would we know? <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> we just would have no idea. <laughs> um okay any uh, any other things about leo and veronica and logan no because i think the only other thing we have to discuss about this episode are is the um celeste and comes into like the mars investigations and basically blames veronica for everything and and keith for duncan leaving etc and um at that point weevil has been caught breaking into the cane estate which looks also very suspicious. Everyone's just doing suspicious shit. Uh, And basically Veronica's like, Weevil's now 18. If he goes to jail, like he's going to go to jail, not juvie. If you drop the charges on Weevil, I'll help you find Duncan. And Celeste agrees. And so Weevil is out. He does that cute little like, how many get out of jail free cards do you have? Uh, And then Veronica's like, what were you doing? And he's like, I don't know. (laughs) And doesn't really tell her anything. What are we supposed to think? I feel like I was not
1: remembering all the context here. Like, we're supposed to think he was in Lily's bedroom because of something, or they allude to it being because of Veronica, something Veronica said, but like, I couldn't remember what she said. Like, what did she, what prompted him to break in?
0: Ooh, I can't remember. My uh, My first thought when you said that was that like, Veronica had told Weevil um and weevil knew that like duncan had left because veronica thought that duncan killed lily and and something else there was something else you're right i can't remember if there was like she said that there was something in the room and then he was caught in her room and she was like that seems very suspicious why did you go back to her house as soon as i said that but i can't remember what it was so i'm not that's not helpful yeah. Sorry.
1: i've Felt like I missed something, but okay. So in the end, we learned that he has stolen a pen and the pen you can like put messages into. So the assumption is there was something in the pen Weevil had left there that would look suspicious and that's why he needed to remove it. Is that matching your thoughts, even though, you know, pretend
0: like you don't. I think, I think it's up for interpretation, but yeah. So we don't know though. We we have no idea what that would have been. No, mainly it's just sort of like, why that doesn't make any sense. Why did you do that? Why did you go in for a pen that no one else knew was a secret message pen? Was it really that important? We don't know. We don't know what, what it is. Okay. I thought I was missing something.
1: Nope. I assumed it was just like, he left a message that implicates him in a concrete way in some way. Either that they were together and nobody knows that. So nobody really knows to look into his like whereabouts Mm -hmm. or he's worried. Is it the information that Veronica shared? Was it that the time of death was wrong? So now he's worried that his alibi doesn't hold. Yes. Okay. That is it. So that's why it seems extra suspicious to Veronica and also to me.
0: Right. I... Can't remember if it's in the next episode or the episode after that, but Veronica talks to her dad a little bit more about Weevil. Does this ring a bell, or is that maybe? I don't in the... recall this. Okay, then never mind. We'll we'll talk about it in but I, I could 21. just be not remembering. Okay, Veronica asks. I think Weevil's original alibi was that he was serving community service. Um, at the time, and has like multiple witnesses, but with time not lining up, there's like a small window that doesn't account for Weevil's whereabouts. Yeah, right. But I don't think he did it. Do you have? Do you <laughs> no, have any?
1: But you can't say anything at all. I, I know. I like just like- can't make a face. <laughs> and you can't like- do anything. All you can do is nod. Do you have? I don't know. I just- any suspicions because he's like he did do it. Oh no,
0: I don't. But you do have. I mean, I feel like taking people off the list is just as good as. I know, but who? One. Okay, so I don't think.
1: I don't think it's Duncan. I don't think it's Logan. I don't think it's Weevil. I am a little suspicious of the parents, Duncan's mom and dad, but uh, I feel like it'd be too obvious it was Jake because that's the whole angle of like Keith was thinking mm-hmm. that it was Jake and that's why he's in the position he's in. But if it's somebody that Veronica hasn't really suspected yet, then that, doesn't really leave any like main characters like there's a lot of random characters in these episodes but i feel like it will have to be somebody with more of a presence in which case hmm, maybe it was logan somehow maybe that's gonna be like a big twist like oh she kissed the murderer no i don't believe that i'm just bad at guessing these things
0: kissed the murderer um Okay. I won't, I won't torture you by making you continue to think about it. Uh, okay. I think we're, I think that's it. That's all the stuff that happens in this episode There's a lot of stuff we've get. Oh, what we didn't talk about was that Keith discreetly takes hair samples in this episode from Veronica in order to test his DNA in relation to his. So he's spooked about the like father situation. Um, oh, oh, I missed that. Yeah, that was like a very short scene, but I did write it down. Uh, Okay, trivia. The dog situation, this was the one that I mentioned earlier. Uh, When she goes through and names the dogs that have been missing that are in the back of the kennel, she names Shakes and Lola, which were Christian Bell's actual real life dogs and their actual names. They were in the show. That's cute. I know. That's fun. Yeah. And I think that's it. I think those are my trivia situations.
1: My last comment is that Schmidt. Yeah. I know his name, don't I? Leo. What's that actor's name? I can never think of actor names when I'm like, oh, you want actor name, that. not yeah, Matt. Yeah, he's field he Max Greenfield. Max. Right? <laughs> well, you're not right, but I got there from yeah, yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. No he problem. is so much better as Schmidt than he is as Leo. I don't know if he just like got better as an actor over the five years that were in between, probably. But I, also I think just you just
0: didn't. don't like Leo. I think you don't well, like. I don't that like person. Leo.
1: But I don't think he, I don't think he does that role that well. Whereas, like he is Schmidt, he does Schmidt so well. I just needed that was
0: my last comment. I just needed to get that in there. Got it. Okay. Now on to episode twenty, the anti penultimate episode of the season. It's called Mad with a. Uh, it's an acronym which is an acronym for Mutually Assured Destruction. The air date was April 26, 2005. The director was John T. Kretschmer and the writers were John Enbum Emblem, Emblem, and Phil Klemmer. Quick summary to get us in the mood for this episode that I already thought was happening in the last episode. Um, Veronica comes to the aid of classmate Carmen, whose boyfriend is threatening to humiliate her. He's awful. Keith looks for Duncan in exchange for a huge, rewar- huge reward posted by the Canes. And Veronica learns an awful fact about the night of her assault all of which i thought took place in the previous episode but i was wrong um so the the case of the week plot i feel like is an easy one to knock out first which is the carmen and tad attempted breakup she wants to break up with him he's leaving next year and he also seems like a douche um seems this man is straight up horrible belongs in the trash can right in like the first scene we don't know how horrible he is but like the way that he reacts to her is just bad um tad is a stupid name also just like perfect for this character (laughs) sorry any tads out there so we could talk about tad carmen this case of the week he threatens to release a an embarrassing video of her she doesn't even remember taking place um if he if she breaks up with him which is just the best way to hold a relationship i think is to force someone to stay in love with you
1: what does he think is gonna come from that how would
0: she stay with him
1: and she's not gonna love him like i'm just confused it's one thing to block somebody it's another into
0: staying into a relationship he's trying to use stockholm syndrome as his friend that is his relationship uh that's that's his I don't know, and it's
1: really not well it's thought MO. through. But
0: I suppose that's it's
1: high schoolers for you. I don't know. I feel like yeah. that's not giving high schoolers enough credit. This is like really far fetched.
0: This is far fetched. Um, Veronica obviously agrees to help Carmen get the phone back because what a messed up thing to do on Tad's part. Um, and in that, in that whole scene, so Veronica helps to get the phone. She pulls a whole like little heisty thing with Wallace's help, which was cute but it didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. It was just sort of like a switcheroo swap-a-roo. Um, She it's gets smart, the though. phone. She deletes. Yeah, it was very smart. Deletes the thing, but digital is forever, which we know and Veronica knew. Carmen Even in 2004, so sure. they knew. Even 2005, but yes. Uh, Damn, and then, I'm never right. <laughs> and then Veronica gets a sneaky instant message from Tad. I can't remember what his name is. It's like some Air Force or some whatever oh, his screen yeah, name remember. is something top gun? and it might be top gun I think it's top gun and then uh he sends the thing again which like obviously we knew it couldn't be over so quickly so he still has the video and they're like okay we need a plan b so they do their little beach plan where they go to the boardwalk and get him get tad really drunk pretend everything's hunky-dory Take a lot of incriminating photos and then like basically Photoshop slash put together this whole narrative. Because we learn also another like Tad is awful part of the story is that he just like openly mocks this gay character who comes in for one episode and <laughs> like out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like mocks this character for not for just existing. This also was during like 2005 was peak, don't ask, don't tell. And one thing about Tad is that he's headed to the into service after graduating so they're like oh the perfect way to get at tad in this mutually assured destruction thing is that if he doesn't let carmen break up with him and shares this video we will share this um confabulate no what's the word i'm looking for not contrived they've constructed this whole narrative that he and the boy that he was just mocking are actually secretly in love with one another and that was not okay to share with all of the army and navy and whoever I can't remember who it was and so it basically mess up his future um yay for homophobia I read something one of maybe it was tv.com there was some review that was like what the heck was this episode like why was this plot used it was so um tasteless and like even in 2005 and I don't know that I totally like yeah I kind of see where they're coming from, but also the plot that they, they're like trying to make the homophobic character feel the worst by using his own homophobia yeah. against him. I don't know if that's like, I don't I know. don't
1: think it bothered me. Cause it, well, at first I was like homophobia, yikes. When it was just like, they were making jokes to the gay guys. And I was like, mm, where's this going? But then the fact that the perspective of the show is very clear. Yeah. The gay guy is... Confident in his, you know, persona, which helps like the vibe, and like wants to help Veronica and Carmen. Yeah, yeah. The vibe that I think is basically everyone knows the homophobic guy is a shithead. We're gonna get revenge on him, and so like the homophobia is there, but it's so that we can extra hate this guy, and
0: it's not like the perspective that the viewer agrees with. Right. It's clear that that is a negative trait of this guy. So I think it's okay.
1: Like, I yeah. think I, like, I understand what they're trying to do and maybe they wouldn't do it in 2023. I don't mm-hmm. know, but like, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I think they don't do it in like an offensive way at all.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. I was, I was a little surprised when I read that um, review. I was like, oh, that's, I hadn't even thought of that perspective, but yeah. So they also employ Mac Mac to create a website about their undying love which I don't know if that was like a thing in 2005 and we were just too young to be making our own websites about like whatever the heck we wanted but I like that they were like this is an ode to our love
1: <laughs> it's like a myspace yeah, page I don't think that was the thing I mean I guess like you could make a tumblr no, it's too early
0: for tumblr yeah MySpace but like, like that that idea like a blog for one specific thing I guess people were I don't making, think like fan accounts or, like, fan Man accounts. Yeah, for fan specific pages? fan pages for like TV shows or books or things that they really liked, they would just like make like a you website. Just spun up a
1: full website. Wow, I don't remember this at all. It only took Mac 45 minutes. So I think I was only on Neopets in 2005. That was like the only website I
0: went on at all. And those games, like Disney Channel, like the Kim Possible, Addicting Games, Game. AddictingGames.com. Yeah. That dated us. um so yeah, that's, they, they wind up creating the thing. He's appalled that she tricked him, <laughs> uh, that Carmen tricked him into, you know, having a quote unquote fun time at the boardwalk, but really just using him to create this narrative. And he shares the video anyway of her, which is just so messed up. Yeah. And she's horrified, which is, you know, rightfully so. And then doesn't. Why does he
1: share it anyway? I didn't i guess i didn't really get that
0: i think it's sort of like an f you if you're not going to be with me i don't want anyone to be with you that's another like messed up thing about was, him is that he thinks no one's gonna want her if they think oh, he does that say that yeah, yeah he's gonna
1: want her yeah
0: right you know, which yeah, is like so that's like ugh. another one of his
1: like manipulative like dude he, she's not gonna want you after this i don't understand which i guess yeah, is the then point. he's just saying well no one can have her i mean he's yeah he's like a controlling asshole basically
0: right Um, i like
1: when veronica's superpowers get used for avenging women but i get a little bit like i feel like it's always a bit of a like a jump scare when they bring up that she was sexually assaulted because mm -hmm. they like don't bring it up until they like need it for some plot that i still don't really understand because we we don't know the like the we don't know it yet. Like we just have, (laughs) we get these like little clues here and there. Like obviously it's going to lead to something because now this ties into it. And the end of the episode with the Logan reveal, it's all tying into it, I think in the end, but it's just unclear to me what the final picture is. And it, I don't like it. I don't like that. That's, that's, I mean, it's not a
0: fun plot plot, for sure. (laughs) It's horrifying. Yeah. We learn. Yes. So they, they, look at the timestamp of the video that he has shared and realize that it is the same night as Shelley Palmer's party. And so it's very likely Veronica puts two and two together that whatever um, Tad used to drug his girlfriend at the time, what a dick, uh, is probably the same thing that Veronica was given. And he says when pressed about it, uh, that it wasn't Rufi's, it was actually GHB still a date rape drug when used in that matter, um, that Logan had given to him. And Veronica is rightfully pretty pissed and hurt and doesn't want to have anything to do with Logan. And so leaves him at the dock, which we haven't talked about. Logan is basically like, Hey, we could sort of be, we could, we could be more open about this and go on this boat. And like have a date. And Veronica's like, huh, that was weird, but sure. And then she leaves him at the boat because she thinks that he had a hand in her rape
1: I grimace literally every time they kiss. They did a bunch in this episode, and I my I could feel it happening. My face, I just was like, get this away from me. I don't like it. Yikes. I don't like them together. But but I will say, this man who is clearly a douchebag, I'm talking about. Tad, mixtape man, Tad, thank you, Mm -hmm. tells her that Logan gave him roofies and she just believes this horrible lying asshole man instead of I mean, I'm not saying she should be like, oh, that can't be true because that would have annoyed me. But like, instead of standing him up, I feel like she could have gone and been like angry and like, you know, hoping to get the truth out of him, but at least give him the chance to respond to that. Like pretty terrible accusation. I guess I was a little surprised. It didn't feel it didn't feel like Veronica's nature to just be like blindly believing Tad and then standing up Logan because she's normally confrontational. Like that's a non confrontational thing to do. Even if she yeah. is upset, I feel like she's normally like, "Oh, I'm upset, and we're gonna fight about it."
0: Yeah, I think this one might be so. It's too close. It's too triggering. Too, too close. Yeah, so triggering that she when she learns this is sort of like feels. Um, almost assaulted all over again, as in like I've been kissing this person who had a hand in like the second to first worst night of my life.
1: Ugh, this is why I hate this plot point. Yeah, because you're right, and it's just it's too much. It's and she was like, I can't. Very, I don't want to. Very heavy trauma for this yeah. show, which is, I mean, obviously has trauma and there's a murdered girl, but it's different. It's upsetting. I
0: don't know. I don't know. That's, I don't no, it's I It's because like heavy. It's
1: it's one thing to be, like you know what i mean i don't know i don't know <laughs> Dude, i don't know i feel like the the way they do the murder plot and the like i'm going to investigate this is very like nancy drew even though obviously it's dramatic to veronica because it was her best friend and she was murdered but it's A different sort of trauma to have her have been sexually assaulted and drugged at a party and she doesn't know who did it and she doesn't know what happened and she has a black hole in her memory and to be dealing with those feelings like that's traumatic in a very different way and i feel like it's just not the vibe for this show like to me like every time i have to think about that i'm upset whereas the murder is like yeah it's sad but like it's a detective show why why do i have to think about how she was drugged and raped that's
0: i don't like that yeah you've been consistent in this Uh, throughout for the most part. But I also, I mean, it's not as though they've like introduced this later. Like in the first episodes, we find out that this is a show about a girl whose best friend was murdered. And also- (laughs) that same girl was raped. Like, I think that's in the very first episode. So it's not like it coming is. out the bat being like, where Nancy Drew? I would say the case. No, okay.
1: But you know what I mean
0: by the tone? Like, because there are think, other
1: times where I'm like, what is this? And you're like, it's a goofy show
0: or like, it's a, it's just a little no, funny But I think thing. the cases of the week are much more like chill in comparison for the most part. And those are sort of like, oh, it's a little goofy. I think when I said it's a goofy show, I meant like, it's very much like dramatic in the pretty little liars sense in some ways not that it's like right. silly, goofy, childish silly goofy show. <laughs> i know but still i mean it's a they have all these deep traumas and then
1: they go into a long time ago we used to be friends. like it's giving uh what's the one tree hill or the oc it's not giving it those are like, so dramatic <laughs> okay i've never seen those i have to admit <laughs> But I, I is there is there trauma in them? Probably. Okay, fine. I didn't didn't watch a lot of like heavy soap opera teen based soaps of this era, and they're different than I thought they were going to be. I guess mm-hmm. I think I'm ready to not watch any more of them. Like Gilmore Girls didn't have trauma. Oh, Gilmore Girls was more of a comedy. I, that shouldn't have been in that category. That's yeah. the only one I've seen. So I did my best. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> just fair.
1: it's not it's not for me. Maybe. Just like you use the OC as an example. I don't know. Um, I don't know
0: what happens in that show. Yeah, it's just like a lot of, just like a lot of, isn't I'm pretty sure, you know, that SNL skit that's like, what to say about the people like shooting each other is from one (laughs) of those shows. It is from one of those. Okay. I guess I knew that. Um Okay. (laughs)
1: do take it back that's actually hilarious these shows were wild yes they were doing something
0: else in 2005 they're like let's give them everything the drama to the max um how are we all okay are millennials okay we are well (laughs) probably probably not we're coping um okay what else oh okay there's some stuff about trying to oh um First, I have a I have a note about the Veronica and Logan going to his house when he thinks no one's there turns out Harry's I keep calling him Harry Aaron the um turns out the dad is there dad. which is really awkward yes uh and then friends Beaver and Dick and what's his face Casey is that who it is or maybe it's just Dick and Beaver um I show up on that. and Veronica wants to remain hidden and so Aaron Eccles drives Veronica home, which just one episode ago, he was like beating some guy up. And then in the next episode, he's like, you're so good for my son. I would have been like, yeah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. A little weird for sure. I'd be Mm. uncomfortable. He's just like, I like the way Logan Logan is when you're with him. I don't know. I thought that was funny. Um, So that was my note for that. And then Keith wants that $50,000 for finding um, Duncan, which we haven't really talked about because it doesn't totally come up in this. It's just sort of a background. Uh, they're looking for Duncan and he's harder to find than they imagined because Veronica had given him some tips. Um, and I think that, I don't know, did you have anything about, we learned that that was what I said before. Weevil tells her that he bought a, a car and then that turns into a dead end lead because he left it on the side of the road. He's basically pretty good at disappearing
1: can buy a passport on ebay i was confused by that i mean i don't know if you can it's not like i've ever looked into that but is that what they were saying you could do recycle passports on ebay is the way she put it but like does that mean like oh i'm gonna put like up buy mine a for used...
0: sale and then right. buy yours
1: it oh no like i thought there's that no like way like that was a thing
0: buying a used passport and then using that to create a fake like using your own i don't know
1: Interesting. I'm not enough of a criminal to have any idea what that meant. But that was the only one that I was like, I don't know that one. Like I know the like use cash and blah 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 from watching other TV shows. But no, I don't have anything on that. I did want to talk about Clarence Wiedemann and Wallace's mom. Yes. Primarily, I had a question. Are you laughing at me because I said primarily?
0: No, there was like a there was a gap between you saying I want to talk about this and then I was like, mm-hmm. and then you were just like silence. <laughs> I think
1: maybe there's a delay. But um yes, primarily my question, which is did Wallace really plant the bug or that was Weedon manipulating his mom? Oh, he did.
0: Why did I think Veronica did? Uh Veronica I did ask Wallace because he because Weedman would recognize Veronica, and well, I just
1: totally forgot that that was what happened then. Okay, oh, I thought he was manipulating Wallace's mom into break into having her break up with Keith. So gotcha. that's upsetting that I had that wrong. So he's really just—I don't—I re- don't really get what Weedman's goal here is. He's just—he found the bug. He's figured out that it was Wallace, and now thinks that this woman is like supporting or like somehow allowing so. she's the channel for veronica and keith to like still sort of like get at jake like keep tabs slash clarence yeah i think so okay well that makes sense but also yeah good for Wallace's mom well for standing up for herself because that's bullshit and she should
0: quit yeah yeah she really comes in hot being like you cannot tell me what to do in my personal life
1: but then Good. she does get upset when she learns that Wallace planted the bugs. So now Which I'm worried is that she is going to break up with Keith. But maybe she'll just tell off her son and keep doing whatever she's doing. We I'm see. really ready to find out, like, who the F Clarence Wiedemann really is. What's going on here? Because it's time. 22 episodes is too long. I don't know anything yet. I still don't know anything.
0: You know some things. I don't know. Do we'll I? see. Um, Okay. Was that, that was the last situation? I believe that that was my
1: last situation. Okay, perfect.
0: Uh, One thing we didn't talk about, which I just want to say quickly at the end here, is that we find out that Keith was running a missing person notice in the paper for Leanne, Veronica's mother, so that he will be eligible for divorce, which Veronica is very upset about and tries to stop. Oh,
1: that's so upsetting. Yeah, to not tell Veronica personally, and for her to find out that way. I did write that. I wrote that down. That was very upsetting.
0: Yeah, and I she didn't calls. Think Keith would do that. She calls Cliff, um, our lawyer friend, to ask about the newspaper ad, um, and he like gives her the lowdown of what it could mean. By the way, quick little trivia while we're at it is when she calls Cliff, he is talking to his client Loretta Cancun, who is the same client mentioned in the pilot episode that veronica helped by exposing the shady way the strip joint kept their liquor license so it was a little callback oh. to loretta cancun um okay on to more trivia this episode was originally titled tit for tad cutesy i guess but Cute. changed it to the mutually assured I hate, I hate it, tit for tad um carmen in this episode played by Natalia Barron, mentions she is afraid she will become an internet joke, quote, like Paris Hilton. As we just mentioned, Paris Hilton appeared as a guest star early in the first season. So it's funny that they then talk about her as a celebrity. Um, This also is the first episode that features character Cassidy Beaver Casablancas, portrayed by Kyle Gallner. He's later promoted to starring status in the show's second season, along with his brother Dick Casablancas, played by Ryan Hansen. Um, They're the two brothers that are in Logan's house when Veronica needs to flee. um In its original broadcast, "Mad" this episode received three point zero four million viewers, which is an increase of five hundred and fifty thousand viewers from the previous episode. So, people were tuning in at the end,
1: tuning in towards the end, as yes. I am too, with my brain. <laughs> I've been here the whole time, but I am I'm excited. But physically, for this to not be over. I'm excited for the mystery to be over, not this. Yes
0: well maybe also the show <laughs> i'm interested to see what you think about how it all wraps up which we will find out in our next episode join us does fun. it all wrap up Does it i can't Finish? tell you things, okay okay fine yeah join us then.
1: <laughs>
0: find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode Thank you for listening to Double Take. If you like what you heard, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review. See you next time. The Double Take podcast is produced by Jess Fall and me, Jennifer Cullen.